everybody. Happy Friday and welcome back for another episode. If not now, when? Today, oh my God, I am so excited to have my incredible friend Yan Yan join the show today. And if you don't know who he is, let me tell you. First of all, Yan started his career in investment world for 13 years. Oh my God, guys, he is so smart. Of course you can tell. Then he co-start a restaurant franchise with his brother named How Do You Roll? You might also recognize his name by the show, The Short Hand. He was pitched on the show and received the highest investment offer at the time from Kevin O'Leary. Oh my God. Um, Yen was named as a finalist for the Austin 40 Under 40 in 2013. And today, Yen is the CEO of Casoro Group a multi-family real estate investment firm that really focuses on the major market throughout the Southwest. And the most important thing, guys, today he's joined us with his second book, Business Model Blueprint. And if you have not got it, now is a great time. Go to the description, grab the book right now. So with that, guys, I am so excited. Thank you so much, Yen, for joining us. And welcome to the show. Thank you, Wen. It's so good to see you again. Yes. So let's talk about the book, Yen. Why another book? Why Business Model Blueprint? What inspired you? You already have one book. Yeah. So, you know, I had the first book out only about a year ago called The The Blind Grind. And that book was all about the elements of success. So what are the things that you have to do to become successful? Mm -hmm. And after that book, a lot of people read it and they came back and said, man, that was great. That was great insight. Um, It's not about hard work. There's other things that you have to really worry about to become successful in life. They said, but you kind of left us hanging after that first book because we don't know what the next step is. And I said, well, the next step is to go build a business, build a, a something for yourself, build yourself an ATM machine mm-hmm. so that you can make money without doing anything. And <laughs> and so that, that led me to write the second book. And so this book is called The Business Model Blueprint. The whole idea around it is that I am telling you the framework of what it takes to create a business for yourself so that it can generate income. But most importantly is that as you become more and more successful, what I like to see happen is that you become not only successful, but become more significant. And the idea is of significance is the impact that you have on people from a positive perspective. And more impact you have on people and more positive impact you have on people, the greater your significance. And so, but you have to do that by building your success and then transcending to significance. So, yeah, for some of you, some of our people who are not really familiar with you, in the first chapter, you briefly mentioned about your journey, how do you become who you are today? Can you take us back to the journey? Tell us a little bit about how does the whole journey come about and how you really um, get start your wealth? building process. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's a, you know, entrepreneurship was something that was kind of developed because of my parents. Mm -hmm. And so really in a lot of ways, I have to give them credit because what they did was they came to this country, didn't speak English, very similar Mm -hmm. to yourself, didn't speak English and had to figure out a way to make it work. Right. And to take advantage of the opportunity. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, 
say, well, where's the opportunity? What's the opportunity? And yet these people that come over, they sacrifice their entire lives to come over. And not only are they trying to look for the opportunity that we're all looking for, but then on top of that, they have the the disability, so to speak, of not mm-hmm. speaking the language yet and not knowing the mm-hmm. language yet. And yet they overcome that. Mm-hmm. So really, when you think about the story for myself, it's really the 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 continuation of the success that my parents brought, right? Mm-hmm. Which was at a very young age, uh, they bought their first business when I was about eight years old. Mm-hmm. And so they were really the entrepreneurs. Now they did it in a very different way. Don't get me wrong. You know, they don't, they didn't have the, some of the education that, that you and I have, but they did mm-hmm. it in a different way, but it was still done. And so as a young person watching my parents go through that, I didn't learn cash flow from, from, you know, going to the university of Texas or I didn't learn about people and hiring and all that stuff from my degree from MIT. I mm-hmm. learned all that stuff by watching my parents at a very young age and how they struggled through it and how they thought about it. And that was really the the beginnings of this idea of, oh, I see how it's done, mm-hmm. right? They built something over the years. They built multiple restaurants and then they were able to retire at age 55. So wow. great success story there, which then gives us the foundation to then build something even bigger, something even further. Mm-hmm. And so really that's where the story begins. And I think uh, yeah, oftentimes not many people know about how you grow up, right? You mentioned when your uh, parents first bought a business, you were eight. Not many people know that you were really hustling in the restaurant, in the deep flyer, right? So share, uh, share with a little bit about how you grow up and how that uh, experience in childhood, how that shape you who you are today and serve as a foundation of your hard work ethic, your uh, persistence, your dedication, and truly the drive for success. Well, you know, it's interesting when you're a child, you don't think much of it, right? You, you, you're you just told to do what you're supposed to do and you just go do it. And in hindsight, you think about some of the stuff we did and uh, picking up a knife at the age of 12, right? Cutting vegetables and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think there were some work hazards there that we didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It was me, it was my siblings too, right? My sister, my brother, we all we all did it. And uh, so that's what, you know, has created a lot of our entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, but I think that, you know, the thing the thing with that is that when you don't know you don't know, you don't know what you missed out on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, why are you what where's your drive coming from? Why why are you so driven and and, and why you know, why is it that you just keep going?" Mm-hmm. And I tell them I said when you grow up poor, you don't you don't really want to go back. <laughs> and you're deathly scared of going back, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what keeps you motivated, right? It keeps you going. Mm-hmm. And and but you know, as time has gone by, I've gotten to a point where it, it's it's not just about the money, but mm-hmm. more rather like the amount of people that I can help and the amount of mm-hmm. people that that I can be impactful to to make their lives better. Yeah. Um, and really in a lot of ways, then the, the the money itself takes care of itself. There there isn't a whole lot I have to worry about there. Um, so when you when you ask the question of like, well, <laughs> why why do you do it, and how how is your background creating that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of times people will talk about missing out on life and stuff like that. Look, I didn't have a normal childhood. You know, my childhood was you know uh, you know working at the restaurant from 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 sun up to sundown, and then if you're in school, you go to school, and then when you're done in school, you go to work, and mm-hmm. you work with your parents, and you do your homework at at one of the tables, right? While mm-hmm. the business is going on, and you have to get up and go serve people and and back and forth, and and so a lot of that creates that you know 
not feeling like I missed out on anything, mm -hmm. but rather understand that I had the advantage that I learned about certain things that most kids didn't get to learn about at my age. Mm -hmm. So you take what, you know, call it lemons and you make it lemonade, right? Wonderful. And for me, people always say, oh, well, you didn't get to, you didn't get to go to homecoming. You didn't get to go to prom. <laughs> Uh, okay, <laughs> but I got to run a business, <laughs> mm. right? And I got to, I got to make a lot of money. I saved up a lot of money so I could go to school, you know, go to the university mm -hmm. of Texas. Um, so it, it you know, it, it's just, everyone has their path and then mm -hmm. that's okay. Um, uh, whatever your path is, it'll give you the advantages to go do the next thing. Right. And that's what we have mm -hmm. to realize. I love that. And I really want to just point out. I love this picture of you <laughs> serving at the restaurant. I was like, yes, he yeah. is honest. This is, he actually wore his sleeping serve. This is just fascinating. Yeah, I think I was um, about maybe 15 there. <laughs> you look great, by the way. Those hairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when I had more hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. So I would love to kind of pivot a little bit. Um, yeah, and obviously at this point, right, you are very successful throughout your career. I'm curious. Um, what is the toughest decision you have to make? You know, I, I think I think today the the toughest thing is every day just being focused and and knowing the intentionality mm -hmm. of what I want to accomplish on a daily basis, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, especially if you're an entrepreneur, there's going to be highs and lows, <laughs> <laughs> good times and really bad times too, right? And and it's great when you have the success, and you're almost like, oh my god. Most people don't realize what it takes to 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 even get to that point, mm -hmm. right? Um, but in order to get there, every day you have to be very intentional, right? And you have to plan out what you're going to do and what you're going to accomplish. Now, the the big change over time for me has been that today my intentionality is the impact that I make on the people, right? Beautiful. So every day I'm thinking about, okay, well. You know who 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 am I who am I going to impact today and and what am I mm -hmm. going to do, uh, and and that intentionality and planned out on a daily basis mm -hmm. builds up to something bigger, right? Mm -hmm. Over time, uh, to the point where you don't even realize it a lot of times, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, today I was on a, a Zoom call with somebody I'd never met before that hit me up and said, "Hey, you know, my professor from the school said that I should talk to you because I'm trying to get an internship or mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out my career path or whatever. I'll meet with them 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, try to help them out. Right. Somebody pinged me today from uh, two businesses ago that I used to do. And she said, Hey, I lost my job. I'm looking for something new. I said, Hey, send me your resume. I'll see what mm -hmm. I can find, even though it's very different industries, whatever. Mm -hmm. it, it's that intentionality each day of knowing that I made a difference in people's lives. Right. I, I, I was able to connect with my wife today. I was able to connect with my, my two boys today. Mm -hmm. those, those are the moments that we a lot of times don't realize is what builds that success and that significance over time. And it's those little things. And that's why I love your company, right? Evergreener, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously, every day, intentionality of, you know, my physical fitness, my mental health, Mm -hmm. You know, people that I'm going to uh, plan to to, to touch and, and and be a part of, be mm -hmm. in the moment and be a part of that, and that adds up over time. And so, mm -hmm. so to me, every day you got to think about that and 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 actually do that because it's very easy to slip into the mundane everyday routine and not mm -hmm. think about what you're trying to accomplish. 
I love that, Yan, because, you know, like you mentioned, like small thing really adds up and how you today think about you are so successful already, but yet still intentionally focus on every day, the small impact, how they add up to the bigger um, bigger impact to the community, to people around you. It's so incredible. Was it difficult when you were building your wealth management career, which is you know very, very successful, a lot of uh, great, uh, you have huge um, significance from your career, um, Obviously, you know, you are building wealth, all the great things. Yeah, pivoting that to starting a sushi franchise with your brother, where at the first six months is a negative cash flow, right? That is a big decision. Can you walk us through how do you make that decision and how how does that impact in shaping who you are today? Yeah, you know, that that was an interesting time, right? So, uh, you know, my brother and I are about eight years apart. So growing up, I mean, we had a relationship, but you, you can imagine if if I'm in college and he's only in middle school, there's mm. a gap there. It's almost almost feels like a generational gap. Mm-hmm. And so growing up, our relationship was very different because of the that huge gap. And so when the opportunity came up to work with my brother and to build a business together and build some sort of significance, success, whatever you want to call it, the chance to do that was really very strong. And that's really what drew me to the decision to sell my practice, right? And mm-hmm. that was a great exit for me. But then to take the risk of going all in into mm-hmm. something I didn't want to do, which was restaurants <laughs> and, and work with family. Exactly. Uh, and 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 but it came down to a very simple situation where at that time uh, I was getting ready to have my second son, and mm-hmm. and for some reason I was having some conversation with my older son who probably was about, I'm guessing about five or, or four or five, something like yeah. that. And I don't know what, I don't even remember what specifically it was, but he says, well, it had something to do with, well, what if I have to help my my little brother, right? And I said, well, look, you're, you're the older brother. And if there's ever a chance for you to have to help your, your brother, there's, there's no decision. You just have to do it. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I felt like I was actually talking to myself and giving myself that advice and not really talking to Julian, but rather mm-hmm. I just subconsciously just told myself, you just got to go do it. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter, fail or fail or succeed. Mm-hmm. I will tell you today, my relationship with my brother is at a different level, mm-hmm. right? And, and we're both grown now. He's got children, right? He's married, mm-hmm. got children. I, I'm married. I've got my kids. We did a business together. We did it for six years. We sold it. Mm-hmm. All of those things happened. But yet today, our relationship is the most valuable thing that, that I've gotten out of that time frame. And that was a hard decision. You was initially don't <laughs> like to go. To, you would not want to do the restaurant after you grow up, right? And then right. you are so successful at what you do. But yet, give up everything. Choose your brother. Choose to support him and his ambition, his dream. And just decide. I, I think that's just so incredible. You know, you know, and the interesting thing for me is that I, I don't think about that, right? I, I just think about how I want to have my life and and the things that are important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think that it would have been probably selfish of me not to take the chance to work with my 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 brother mm-hmm. and really get a chance to to build a relationship and 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 to to do something together. You know, it's fun to build a business by yourself. It's even more fun when you build it with somebody, mm-hmm. but it's even even more fun <laughs> when you build a family and and you go through the because you know when you're a family you fight very different <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> arguments that we had that's another level of connectivity 
Uh, and the and the reality is this, right? I, I I don't sit around worrying about you know, oh, I'm I'm successful. I'm not successful. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we all have needs, and and we have to work hard to 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 fulfill those needs, right? Um, mm-hmm. I got to feed my family. I've got to make sure my kids are going to get educated. Those types mm-hmm. of things. But at the end of the day, when I'm done, you know, mm-hmm. w- w- whether it's tomorrow or or mm-hmm. 50 years from now, all all I want to know is that I, I helped other people and that. They go, hey, Yen, Yen, Yen was somebody that that was always there to help other people uh, and make the world better, right? And and you make the world yes. better by starting with the people around you. Wow, Yen, that's one thing that I truly, I honestly, so inspired by you and your story. Um, it's incredible. So let's talk about that six years in in that sushi franchise restaurant. It by no means is easy, right? You said it's fun, probably not easy. Was your time <laughs> that is so hard? What what is time that you were like? Damn, I don't know if I can do this. And what what helped you to keep that drive, keep going? Like you know, it's funny. You know, in our family, when 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 we sit around and talk, we always say, "God, why did we get into the restaurant?" We're <laughs> 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 so stupid. We should have done something different. It's because it, it truly is that hard. But 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 you know, out of out of that difficulty is also what builds the character, right? And mm-hmm. and builds your value system and 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 makes you who you are. Um, when you're able to run restaurants, I, I will tell you that that teaches you skill sets that not very many careers or businesses can give you the opportunity to do. And so I, I don't, I don't ever, you know, regret it. I, I just go, hey, that was just my life and my path. Mm-hmm. And because of what I did and how difficult that was, it's made everything else since then so simple, <laughs> so easy, right? And 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 there's not a whole lot that I go, oh my god, I'm just you know, razzled by that. No, nothing rattles me. I'm like, I've been in the restaurant. Wow. <laughs> wow. But we always like that though. Is your when you first get into the business, you know, before the before you were so calm and zen, it's like I got can, I can do anything. But I see a moment that this situation come out, you're like, God damn it, this is a lot bigger than I thought. Yeah, How do you yeah. get over that? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I think that when, when again, when, when you think about all the things that, that can happen, um, you know, one of, one of the biggest things that, that I, I work with people on and tell people about is this idea of emotional competence or emotional mm-hmm. intelligence, which yeah, is EQ, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's in the book. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're getting ready to pull it up. <laughs> it's in the book. And, and, and I will tell you that EQ is, is so critical, right? Mm-hmm. And they've done all kinds of studies that basically say that your EQ is two thirds or more determinant of your success and mm-hmm. effectiveness. Whereas your IQ is only one third of the contributor to mm-hmm. your success or effectiveness in, in a given moment. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about that, the, the ability to not go, Oh my God, the sky is falling. So mm-hmm. think about it. Like right now it's like, Oh man, we got an election around the corner. We don't know what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got COVID hitting us and it's like, Oh my God, we've all had to work from home. Things have changed quite a bit. Not, none of that is really a big deal. It, it, it's just life. Right. And, and I, I you know, I, I was on Facebook live earlier with, with my mentor Satyan and we were talking and he asked me, I said, you know, one of my favorite quotes from Charles Darwin is actually the quote where he says, it is not the strongest or the most intelligent of species but rather that species that is most adaptive to change that survives, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's really what it's about. So you can't let things razzle you. 
right? Mm -hmm. I wish my parents, they went through a lot. Um, and, and there were times when you, my dad would tell me the story about how, you know, when we bought one of the restaurants, they were losing so much money. And it was, it, it was so scary that he was like shaking and sweating in bed. And, and my mom just said, Hey, look, it's done. What can we do out of it now? What can, what can we, what can we make mm -hmm. happen? Now, right. Mm -hmm. And it's that, it's that emotional quotient, that EQ that calms it down and says, look, that is the situation. Mm -hmm. How can this be any worse than when you were running away from bombs in a, in a war torn country, <laughs> right? With nothing, with nothing. And you're worried about this. You don't have to worry about this. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and we go through failures and successes, right? It, life is not just about successes. It, it's also about failures, right? And, and, and what you do with that and how do you turn that into something else? Speaking of which, you know, I wanted to ask, yeah, you know, you obviously have so many success in your career, but not many people talk about failure enough. I'm curious if you can recall one of the biggest failures that you have in your career or life and how that shaped who you are today. Yeah. And, you know, one of the biggest failures is actually still how do you roll? Like most people go, oh, that was great. It was success. You got a shark tank, you got this money, you got an exit, all of that stuff. But really, at the end of the day, that was actually a failure on our part, because what happened was that. We, because we got on Shark Tank, because the growth was happening so fast, we actually mm -hmm. couldn't handle it. We, mm -hmm. we grew ourselves to death, right? Mm -hmm. Which is one of the things I actually mentioned in the book also, which is you have to be more scared sometimes when you're going along and things seem to be going so fast mm -hmm. that if it goes so fast, you better keep up because if you cannot, mm -hmm. then you're going to die too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not only will the business die, but you will die too. And, and I would say to me, that was the biggest learning that I got of how do you roll, right? Mm -hmm. Was that, that the failure to, to, to succeed and, and take it into a thousand unit, 10,000 unit concept, you know, mm -hmm. 15 years from now, we never got there. We never got there, right? And so I try to try to think about that and say, well, what did I miss there, right? What was the missed opportunity? Obviously, we made the decisions that we made. And mm -hmm. I, in hindsight, it was still fine. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, I was like, man, did I, did I, did I screw up? Did I, did I, did I, I never fulfilled the potential of what that could have been. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and to me, that's the lesson. And, and, and most of us will go through life mm -hmm. where there will be a lot of those, right? Hopefully not, not a ton and not catastrophic, but mm -hmm. going through those things is the difference of whether or not the next one's going to be successful. How do you always have such a positive mindset and able to put you, uh, pick yourself up? When those moments comes, you're always thinking about how can I prepare better next time, right? I felt you always are uh, always looking for the bright side, right? How do you always pick yourself up? Or any advice for people who are right now being through a hardship, being through a challenges, or maybe quote unquote a failure at the moment and just don't see the light yet? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's always half full, right? Everyone talks about <laughs> half empty, half full. For me, it's always half full. Because <laughs> mm. something is better than nothing. <laughs> True. Um, you know, you, you, you hear different things, right? Fail forward, right? And, and I don't know, some, somewhere in, in my programming, I am very much forward thinking and forward oriented. I don't spend much time in the back, like looking mm. backwards, right? Uh, I just don't care that much about it. And, and most people talk about, you know, Shark Tank and, you know, my wealth management practice where we were managing all this money and dealing with all these, you know, famous people and stuff like that. And then I never look back. I'm, I'm you know, I'm like Edna Mode from The Incredibles. I never look back, darling. I never look back. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. So so I think that's a part of it. But I think that's what it takes. If, if you're going to be an entrepreneur and you're going to, you know, be successful as an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. you better be prepared to let it go. Right. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and, and, and sometimes you will work your butt off and you will give your entire life to something and it will not work out. Just be prepared for that. It will not work out. It will not work out the way you intended it to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. That's still your life. And there's always another chapter, right? And as long as you're breathing, you, all, <laughs> you, have, you have a chance. You have a chance, right? It's dumb and dumber. So you're saying, I gotta, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's all you need. That's all mm-hmm. you need, right? Um, and you'll be amazed, right? Uh, human beings, the human spirit is actually very strong, right? When you think about what you and I have gone through, we sit there and say, hey, you know, that was kind of tough, blah, blah, blah. Go back, go back one generation, go back two generations. Mm-hmm. Um, think about running away from the Communist Party. Think about the middle of, you know, some of the people, some of these people, you know, here in the US, their, their, their parents had to fight or their grandparents had to fight in the Vietnam War, the Korean War, mm-hmm. World War II. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing that we're doing today is really that tough, right? Like, mm-hmm. If you want a bitch, like, it's not, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> right? I mean, think about it. Like, you're sitting mm-hmm. in your beautiful house. I'm sitting in my beautiful house. Mm-hmm. I've got more space in 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 my study here than my parents' first, you know, apartment. <laughs> I got right? AC, which is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I just don't see. I just don't see it. I don't see. I don't see why people have mm-hmm. to be down about anything that's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, people have tough times. You know, there's probably a lot of people that aren't working right now. That's gotta be mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people are dealing with illnesses and diseases. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you can survive that, you'll, you'll come back. You, you, you know, your human spirit inside of you will be so strong and you'll, 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 you'll be able to pick up the pieces and, and have a great life. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Since you mentioned about Shark Tank, I have to ask, yeah, what surprised you the most when you get on the Shark Tank? And also what advice you give to the future entrepreneurs who may be going on right now or in the future? <laughs> yeah, a cu- couple of things. Uh, one is that most people don't realize, and I didn't really realize it when I got into it, mm-hmm. is that we were in front of the sharks for over 90 minutes. And the clip, I mean, you can still find it on YouTube if you if you look for it. Uh, somebody keeps telling me that it's it's on the, on the internet. Uh, we the whole clip is only eight minutes long. Yes, so you go from ninety minutes of conversation down to eight minutes of TV, mm. right? And that's the biggest shocker that 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 for me I didn't realize. Right, I didn't know how they were going to edit it down, and I kept thinking there was so much good business conversation, mm-hmm. and yet none of it showed up. Oh. Right? That's just the way it goes. So, so to me, that was kind of the biggest shocker. I, I will tell mm-hmm. people that are entrepreneurs and are thinking about getting on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a must. If, if you can get on the show, the exposure and the popularity of it um, is so great that um, it'll give you the marketing that you need, but you need to be prepared for it. Right. So I'll give you an example. So after after we were on the show, we had mm-hmm. 1,800 something leads that came in inquiring about becoming a franchisee with us. Mm. Imagine we went from six franchisees to now a thousand eight hundred increase all all over the world, right? Saying, hey, I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about getting into your concept because I saw you on this TV show. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden we signed up, you know, 30, you know, different franchisees, 400 units to be opened over a 20 year period. All these things were happening. But if you're not prepared for it, It'll kill you. And that's exactly what happened to us, right? We weren't prepared enough to mm-hmm. handle what we needed to do, right? Mm-hmm. We couldn't open the stores fast enough. We mm-hmm. couldn't train people fast enough because sometimes, and I learned this the hard way, 
sometimes some things just take more time than you wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a really hard thing for especially for younger people to accept, mm-hmm. right? Is that some things just take time. A cake takes time to bake. You cannot <laughs> rush it. <laughs> so true. Struggle is real. The struggle is real. <laughs> um, so Yan, you built this. Um, how do you roll for six years? And yeah, you said now the growth has expanding so quickly. Was it hard to let go? Is it hard to sell it to yeah. the business? Was it difficult? Yeah, and and that's also one of the lessons I I put in the book for you as well too, right? Which mm-hmm. is you've got to learn to to realize that the businesses are is not your life. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, and what I mean by that is that you know your 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 job as a human being is to to love your family, is to to love love the the people that you you work with and support, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what you need to love. Don't don't fall in love with your business, right? Um, the business is there to do a job. It's just part of the system and part of the machine, so that you can love more, right, and spread yeah. more love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, there is a section in the book where I talk about that, and I say, hey, look, if it's time to let go, you just have to let go. <laughs> you know, people say, well, it's your baby, and blah. blah. No, yeah. my, my my two babies are upstairs right now. <laughs> No, those are my babies, right? Yeah, that's not my baby. My baby is my 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 beautiful wife that 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 you know has been with me for you know twenty something years. Those are my babies, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? That's that's what's important. And and you know, quite honestly, one of the investors in How Do You Roll was mm-hmm. the one who gave me that advice, right? Which was, hey, you know, what's important to you is not not the business right now. What's important to you is your family. I love that. So now let's pivot to our book, which have so many incredible insights I want to share with all of you guys. Um, well, at the beginning of the chapter, right, you kind of really laid the foundation of success with physical, mental, and financial health. Can you walk us through how does that um, thought process come about and how can we take the device from that starting today? Yeah, so so that's a big one. Uh, and that's why, again, I love your company, Evergreener, <laughs> right? Because that's what it talks to and it gives you something to work off of. But mm-hmm. so my thought process there is that the advice there is really around the idea that if you're not physically, mentally healthy, mm-hmm. you can't accomplish anything anyway. So why why yeah. would you take, yeah, why would you take the opportunity to 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 play the game of business, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be it'd be like putting an injured person onto the football field. And saying, let's go play football, but they're injured. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. If your mind is not in the right place, right? You're physically not in the right place, your finances are not in the right place, you're not going to be successful. That's why most businesses fail, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's very important to have that game plan laid out. And so in this book, so in the first book, I kind of alluded to it. In this book, I actually lay it out and say, look, this is what you need to do. You need to save some money. You need to make sure you have some friends that have some money. <laughs> you know, you need to be in good shape. You need to be in good, you know, mental state, all of those things, right? And because mm-hmm. once you get into the business and once you become an entrepreneur, the amount of mental energy and capacity that you have to have mm-hmm. is 10 times greater than where you're working right now, mm-hmm. right? Most people don't realize that. The mental capacity the emotional capacity of what it takes to run that business is going to be the real test. That's the real game, right? Everything else is just preparing you for that game. That's the real game. 
And in the book, ah,、uh, yeah, you you refer a few times about the ikigai and how to leverage that to find your passion and purpose. I'm curious,、yeah. how did you ah、uh, leverage that framework and find your passion and purpose? And maybe you can you know share some advice or thought with our um our listeners who may be in the process of finding that um that heart purpose. Yeah. Uh, you know, so so I didn't I didn't even you know I didn't even put it in the first book. So it, the the concept of the Japanese term ikigai, it it, it, it translates to、uh, purpose for being, right? The the reason for being, and it actually actually it was Marina from uh, uh, the Asian Chamber who 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 shared it with me, and then、mm. so I started doing research on it because it was so powerful,、mm-hmm. and、uh, so then after I I I done a lot of research and thought through it and and、mm-hmm. and and kind of started talking to people about it, I was like I have to put this in my book because so many of us run around and we don't know our reason for being. <laughs> we go. Maybe I'm here to make some money. Maybe I'm here to have a good time. Maybe, maybe、mm-hmm. I should pursue my passions.、Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 maybe maybe the world needs this right now. The reality is, it's all those things, right?、Mm-hmm. And the concept of a key guy is to put all those things together. What are you good at? What what, what would people pay you to do? What does、mm-hmm. the world need? But、mm-hmm. what do you love to do, right? And 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 when you put all of those ideas together,、mm-hmm. now you know why you exist, right? <laughs> and I felt like that was so important, right? If you don't、mm-hmm. know that, how do you build a business? How do you have a heart and soul of a business、mm-hmm. if it doesn't reflect the reason for you to be in existence, right?、Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was very important to put that into the book, and and I reference it multiple times,、mm-hmm. and I say, hey, look, when you get to this point and you're trying to make some decisions, reference back to the Ikigai model and say,、mm-hmm. how does that fit into your 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 ability to get paid to do that, or how does that fit into what does the world need from you? Right,、mm-hmm. all of those things become very important in that decision making process. So that lead me to my next question is really,、uh, Yan, what is your ikigai, and what significance you want to leave to the world? Which you know, really, you mentioned multiple times in the in the, in the book, and that's the purpose of the whole wealth generating process, right? Yeah. Yeah, so for me, so for me, as I, I I went through that those exercises over the last couple of years,、mm-hmm. really what it comes down to is for me is just helping people, right? The more people I help make successful,、mm-hmm. I, I've done my job. That's my purpose for being. Yeah, it really is. And, and you know what? I get paid to do it. I'm the CEO of the World <laughs> Group. I get paid a lot of money to to make sure that those people get what they need, and the people that live in our our, our apartment、mm-hmm. communities get what they need. Uh, so the wake of what I do today is really about people,、mm-hmm. uh, and I get paid to do that. I love to do that. I'm good at doing that, and the world needs it. So that、yeah. is my purpose for being. Yeah, and 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 it's not just you know my business side; it's also my personal side, right?、Mm-hmm. I'm here to I'm here to support all my family, right? And、uh, you know whether whether it's my aunts and uncles or my parents or or whoever,、mm-hmm. um, you know I always want to make sure that I'm I'm there for them if they need me. I'm gonna take a quote from your book, and love you can tell us, you know, what's your thought by that. On the page two thirty eight, you said, "quote You can't understand that money isn't everything until you have it." Quote. <laughs> can、so、you true, explain?、Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, and and the reason I say that is because it's true, right? So you think about you think about our world today, and 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 just for myself personally, right?、Mm-hmm. There isn't there isn't a a need that is not fulfilled, not a single one.、Mm-hmm. There isn't a want that is not fulfilled, not a single one,、mm-hmm. right? 
Now, there is maybe higher levels of want, but that's about it, right? That's about <laughs> it. Like, maybe I drive a little bit more expensive car. Right. Because Mercedes just isn't good enough. Right. <laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> or, you know, I need a bigger house because, you know, 4,000 square feet just isn't enough. Right. <laughs> the, the, the thing, the thing is, once you get to that level and you start realizing that that's all you're, 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 you're really after, mm-hmm. you start realizing the money is not that important. Even though you have it, mm-hmm. it's not the most important thing. It's what you do with the money that becomes the importance. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I always tell people it's kind of like a poker player. You want a lot of chips, but the reason the only the chips themselves don't have meaning, which is the money. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the money to play the game, that's the only relevance that the money actually has. So as a poker player, you want a lot of chips because you're trying to win the game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But the chips themselves, if I just gave you a bunch of chips, <laughs> you'd be like, I don't care. Like what what <laughs> What good does this do me, right? Oh, but I can use the chips to go play this game, and this is the outcome of that. Now there's 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 importance. That's why I said you don't, but you don't realize that sometimes because mm-hmm. when you're in the struggle, because <laughs> the struggle is real, I get it. <laughs> and 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 when you're in the struggle and and you're trying to make ends meet and you have needs that are not fulfilled, you have to get past that first, right? Get past the needs, then the wants, and then you start realizing the wants are just bigger wants. And that's not even important anymore. So now what do you want to do with it? What do you want to do with your chips? Right. How are you going to play out you know, with your chips? I really love that, Yan. And, you know, obviously at this point, we learned about you. We learned about how you are such a hard center entrepreneurs, right? Having uh, a journey become who you are today. And obviously it sounds like this, the story of you, how you start your childhood earlier time, really sets the foundation of who you are. Right, such as successful people today. I'm curious now. You as a parents, how do you pass down those um, hardworking spirits or um, those grind, those hustle at early age to you, you know, to your kids, so they can also have the same amount of work ethic like you are today? Well, you know, so there's a couple of pieces to that. One, one, one is I'm very lucky to have such a great wife. Right, um, you know, Yvette takes care of the boys uh, and allows me to go do what I need to, to go do. Um, and if it wasn't for that and, and her holding down the home front, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I'm not sure I could be successful. I'm not sure I could be significant. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it would, I don't think I would be able to do it. Right. Amazing. Um, and so, so really a lot of the credit goes to, to her and her ability to, 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 to be my better half, not even my half, but just my better Aww. half. Right. Um, and so that, that's a big part of it. Right. And that's what it takes. Um, and, and you know, nobody gets to do it alone. Uh, and, and mm-hmm. so, you know, having the right teammate is so critical, right? So critical. Mm-hmm. And so I owe a lot of my success and, and, and failures and everything, just my life mm-hmm. to, to, mm-hmm. to, to her and, 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 and what she does. Right. And, mm-hmm. and she's amazing. I mean, I, you know, if, if I, I don't know if I got lucky or what, but <laughs> I'll take it because, uh, you know, the, I mean, she, she's an amazing mom and, mm-hmm. you know, and I just try to support. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it's funny because the, 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 the two books that I've written, Mm -hmm. I, as I was writing them, I was just really thinking about my two boys. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wanted, because, you know, it's funny because when, when you're a parent and and those of you who are out there are parents, you know, they don't always want to hear what you have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Kids don't listen, but they do kind of listen. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to just put on paper what I had learned, right. Which was, Mm -hmm. 
you know, success is not going to come from just hard work. It's just not going to get you there. And and we we talk about these examples that I have in, in the first book live with mm-hmm. them all the time, right? Which is, hey, you're doing this. How would you grade yourself on a scale of one to 10? How much mm-hmm. hard work are you putting into it? Scale of one to 10. Okay, mm-hmm. when we multiply that out, what's your probability of success then, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they understand. So I'm trying to train them on that formula to understand mm-hmm. what it takes, right? And, 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 and the focus that is necessary. I don't necessarily want them, just like my parents didn't want it for me and their parents didn't want it for them, to always have to grind it out. Mm. Right? Not, it's not always necessary. Mm-hmm. The idea is that I'm here to build a foundation that is even bigger, even mm-hmm. higher, and even better than the foundation that was given to me so that they can even do bigger and better things than I did. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so the idea of like, I, I'm not. I'm not that traditionalist. I guess, <laughs> not a very good Chinese parent. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. I don't. You know. I want them to pursue their passions, their dreams, uh, mm-hmm. things that they. They. You know. Their key guy. Right. I need mm-hmm. them to have their own key guy. They don't need to follow my key guy. My key guy was meant for something different. My purpose for being was very different. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, my drive is very different. And and they've never experienced poor. Mm-hmm. So you got to think about that, right? They've never experienced poor, mm-hmm. right? They're the kids that when I was growing up going, man, I wish I had that. I wish I was like them. Mm-hmm. They're already those kids, right? Mm-hmm. And and so how do you instill value systems and mm-hmm. and 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 things and 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 things that they can grow with? Well, it's completely different, right? It's mm-hmm. very different than the quote unquote work ethic that I was given or or taught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it's not about just work ethic. It's about what do you love? What's going to make the world better, right? And 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 great. You 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 like money, okay? Well, I like money, so somebody's got to pay you to do it. I get that, and we got to be smart about that. But mm-hmm. it's the balance between all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of it for my kids, what we try to work with them on is figuring out their IKEA guy. What is their purpose mm-hmm. for being? Right. And you can, and, and a lot of us, as we were growing up, our parents, people around us see it. They see certain skill sets that are like, you know, so and so would be really good at that. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so and so shouldn't be doing that because that's just not their personality. They really should be mm-hmm. thinking about this. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it actually opens up more opportunity for our children mm-hmm. than us growing up. And it's the old, you know, Chinese Asian joke <laughs> about you only have four career choices. Right. You <laughs> Or a lawyer, an engineer, or a business owner. Those are your only choices. Don't talk to me about anything else. Right? <laughs> yep, yep. That's incredible. <laughs> and, and it's only funny because it's true that that is the way we grew up. That was the way we grew up. So true. Right? I almost became eye doctor. I'm so happy I'm not. <laughs> and, and 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 it's nice to see that you know Asian Americans are becoming comedians, actors, writers. You know, uh, other things that that I didn't even know existed, <laughs> like mm-hmm. as a career. Like I didn't know you could make money. I didn't know you could be a director <laughs> of Aquaman, right? And make like millions mm-hmm. of dollars. Shoot, mm-hmm. I've been in the wrong business, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's figuring all that out, right? In the first book, I talk about what is your natural talent and talents, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you can figure out your combination, then you can figure out your key guy, and then once mm-hmm. you put all that together, mm-hmm. you're going to be successful. There, there's there's no doubt about that, right? Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. when you don't figure those things out mm-hmm. and then the system doesn't roll the way it should and it is not smooth, right? Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. maybe you're doing something you don't like. 
-hmm. Maybe it's something you like something that no one will pay you to do, right? Mm -hmm. All those things come into to the, the, the whole equation. Mm -hmm. And it's important for people to take the, the, the whole package and say, mm -hmm. oh, okay, you can't just take the engine. I got to take the wheels, mm -hmm. the windows, everything and put the whole car together. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that, to me, that's really what I try to leave with my kids is say, mm -hmm. look, you, you got this opportunity that's very different, very, very unique to you. What are you going to do with it? And I want to touch base on, you know, yeah, you mentioned about uh, briefly that hardworking is actually not the, what it's do you not the it? element, the key to success. A hundred percent, which I think people might get confused by. Can you, can you explain that? And what do you mean by that? Yeah. So think about it this way. Um, if you just work hard, that's great, but you're not going to build wealth and, 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 and money off of that. So mm -hmm. if you're the, in, in my business, you know, if, if you, you are the best leasing agent, mm -hmm. that's great. But there is an economic limit to being a leasing agent, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so if you want to continue to build your economics, you got to do other things. But what does it take to be able to get the opportunity to do other things? If you're the world's best ditch digger, you're still going to get paid as a ditch digger, <laughs> 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 right? So, so what I'm trying to get people to understand is that there, mm -hmm. that is, so, so working hard just doesn't get you there. But if you understand what the elements that create the success are, mm -hmm. and you work hard on those elements, mm. that's, the that's the key. So hard work is the multiplier. It's Got just a it. multiplier. It's not the element. It's the multiplier, mm. right? So mm. a mathematical equation, it's 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 the exponential growth that, that you're looking for, right? Mm -hmm. But if you have zero over here, hard work multiplied <laughs> by a, a gazillion is still zero. <laughs> right? right, 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 right. So I told people, I said, you got to figure out. So in the book, I list out six elements that have to exist. Mm -hmm. And what are those six elements? And it's going to be different for everybody. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and this is the part where people are going to hate, but there are certain elements you have no control over. Mm -hmm. You just don't, right? Mm -hmm. Your starting point is different than somebody else's starting point in mm -hmm. this game of life, right? Mm -hmm. So you might have to work harder <laughs> to improve your points, right? Mm -hmm. Than somebody else. But you work at that. You have to apply your energy there. Mm -hmm. If you're just applying your energy to just doing the grind every day, mm -hmm. I promise you, you you're going to look up 10, 20 years from now and you go, what did I do with my life? Right? Mm -hmm. So the whole idea of the book is like, don't worry about the hard work. If you have that work ethic, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But just think about it this way. If you're born uh, uh, the son of Sam Walton of Walmart, you don't really have to work hard. No. Nope. <laughs> There is not a moment that you have to <laughs> when you add all the Walton siblings together, they're still the richest people in the world. Wow. <laughs> More so than Bezos, you know, Gates, all of those people. As somebody that's not that position, what, mm -hmm. what do you do? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I build my education. Mm -hmm. And there's mathematical and scientific proof that shows that the higher your education, like yourself, right? Multiple master degrees, right? the higher your likelihood of economic success, mm -hmm. right? Or the bigger your network, mm -hmm. right? The more people that you know that can help you, mm -hmm. that's a game changer. So you work hard on those things. You build your network. You build mm -hmm. your education. You build your physical health. You build your mental health. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that you should be focused on. And that's where you should put all your energy to, right? Excellent. And when you do that, the likelihood, the probability, of success expands. It's not, it's not a given. It's not 100%. Mm -hmm. 
tomorrow you could get hit by a bus and the <laughs> okay. there's always the unknown. But if everything goes according, then that's really what you should be thinking about. Amazing. I love that. That's so helpful to kind of understand it's a multiplier. It's not the incredible, important elements alone. You have to multiply on top of the talents, skills that you are good at, the world needs. That's I exactly love that. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, my last question for you, Yan, is do they, do they come back to full circle? What does American dream mean for you as a first generation? Yeah, you know, when I was growing up, I, I, I don't think I knew any different. I think the American dream was like, hey, I'm going to have the nice car, the big house, mm-hmm. a lot of bling. I can buy all the clothes I want, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, go on vacation, you know, because those were things that, uh, you know, the generation previous just never had. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and so, I, you know, so growing up, that's what I was thinking. And mm-hmm. w- again, once you get there, you know, because I had a seven figure exit on my first business, right, on, mm-hmm. on my work management business. So I was a millionaire. Technically, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was a millionaire by the age of, you know, 30, you know, 29. I don't know, mm-hmm. something like that. You think you're the you think you're hot shit <laughs> 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 until you realize that that's not really what life is about. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so for me, the American dream is about building something that you can, you know, you create a platform or a foundation that you can live comfortably. You, all your wants and needs are met, but more importantly, it leaves a legacy that has impact on other people. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the American dream. Right. So that it's something that goes beyond yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. No, not very many places on earth do you get that opportunity. Right. So, so people will talk about, you know, there's a lot of politics going on right now because of presidential elections and mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. And we, I know we all have differences in terms of where, you know, the country should go. Mm-hmm. But I always tell people this is still the greatest country on earth. Right. Mm-hmm. Right here, right now, this is still the greatest country on earth. Right. And regardless of your beliefs of Mm -hmm. this side, Democrat, Republican, let's put country before party. Mm -hmm. Right. And not party before country. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a lot of there's a lot of argument. I hear people get really upset right now. Right. About differences of views and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The reality is that we're a lot closer together than we are apart. Right. Uh, Because when I meet somebody that's Republican, and I meet somebody that's a Democrat, they seem really far apart until you start talking about them as a human being. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they're a lot closer. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And to me, the American dream is getting to exercise all of that. Right. And people, people don't, I think, I think in this country, we take, we take our freedoms for granted. And I think it's important not to do that and, and to realize the opportunity mm-hmm. of where we sit at this moment in this time frame. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything from the great technology that we have. Mm-hmm. People talk about COVID and I'm like, you realize that they have a vaccine faster than they've ever created a vaccine in the history of mankind. Yes, it sucks. We're probably going to have to sit at home for six <laughs> months or a year. I get that. But the speed that they're able to do that mm-hmm. is incredible. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Right. Mm-hmm. The opportunity we have in front of us. Yeah. Okay. Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Green Party, whatever. Mm -hmm. The opportunity doesn't change. Mm -hmm. It's still right there in front of us. 
The American dream is just to have the opportunity. That's it. People die to come here just so they have that freedom to do that. Right. We cannot forget that. We cannot forget that. Right. I think about yourself. Right. You came over here with nothing but a dream. (laughs) Right. And yet you can make something happen. Mm-hmm. Right, and you can make something happen. That's true for all of us, mm-hmm. and that's that is what people cannot let go. Is that when we talk about the American dream, it still exists. It's mm-hmm. still there. We just have to take advantage and and actually use it mm-hmm. and stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> right. Somebody told me once when I was growing up, they said that excuses are the building tools for foundations of nothing. <laughs> excuses building tools for foundations of nothing so stop Mm -hmm. making excuses right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the american dream is there uh you know and 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 we we sometimes don't even realize that we're living it and 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 we have it and until you see some of the things that happen around the Mm -hmm. world right and and you see you know people talk about china and the economic growth there and 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 quite honestly it's very impressive except that you're still seeing people that are going to get arrested or shot because of something they said right or the fact that you can't own 100% of your company because the government has to own 51%. We don't realize those things, right? And and so sometimes we just need to stop and, and be okay with that and, and realize that. And, and man, if you're if you're an immigrant, first generation, second generation, don't 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 let it slip, right? It's like Eminem, you know, you get one shot, one opportunity, you know, and just don't let it slip away, you know, and. I feel like uh, I feel like sometimes we forget that and we get caught up in the drama and the BS and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. The reality is we need to stay focused and, and, and accomplish some great things. Right. And, and we have the ability to now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yen, this is so beautiful. I just love that you are always so positive, always have glass full, always able to see the things in the right perspective and really think about how you'll take your journey, right? Reinvent yourself over and over again, always pick yourself up, always focus on how do you create a significant for not only yourself, your family, the community, everybody around. I'm just so honored today to have you share this journey with us. And everybody, if you're listening today, if you have not got your book, now is a great time. Go to the link below. Go get your copy from Amazon. It's fantastic. You're going to learn so much. And with that, guys, thank you so much for coming today. We are so excited. Thank you. Thank you, Wynn. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs>